guy? <laughs> well, apparently Gar's too busy to introduce himself to the episode, so, uh... Um, the roll call. A.G. Subaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Caster, gone. The other son of Belial. Ultra Pink Caster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster Lane, and he's your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Gar. Indeed, I am. How's, that, how's that ice cap going for you? Very, very coffee. That's good. Coffee. Starbucks. Yes. But yes, this is episode 96. Holy shit. I know. We're four weeks away from a big triple digit. Oh, yeah. What are we doing with our lives? I mean, I've been playing Gears 5 and just working. It's been my life. I, I was watching It Takes Two starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, and then you're like, oh, you have a great episode. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah, well, I've been... Um... Cleaning. Um, and cleaning, watching Mega Ranger, and cleaning. I've been watching Mega Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> You've been cleaning while watching Mega Ranger. <laughs> no, I clean while watching English English stuff because I can still listen. Gary's been watching a lot of SpongeBob. I mean, it is one of the best written shows of all times. Hey, it's not my fault that when Hillenberg passed away, several episodes ended up on YouTube. Like all of them? Not all of them, but the good seasons. Yep. And the movie also came up on Netflix. I'm like, I haven't seen that movie in years. Which Scarlett Johansson is in that movie. Yeah, doesn't she play like the daughter? Yeah, she plays Mindy. Yeah. That's weird. And Alec Baldwin's Dennis. Yeah, Alec Baldwin's in that movie. I'm like, I would never have recognized them. Period. My name's Dennis. Name's Dennis. You call that a mustache? This is what a real man's mustache looks like. <laughs> is he a mermaid too? <laughs> that, that, if, you, if you've never seen the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, definitely go see it. Also, Avril Lavigne did a cover of the uh, theme song. That's that's nice. Yeah. First news story. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, we're talking about episodes nineteen of Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga, and just episode six of Ultraman Tiga, simply because this time, instead of being tired, we're both on a time crunch uh, to record this episode. So the audio drama or the Tri Squad drama will be saved for next time, which makes sense. It's a three parter. We should have just done all three parts together. Yeah. But no, I had to be of consistency and such, yeah, then yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, speaking of Taiga, 
we just got news this week. Well, it, it, it's been coming in now for like the last two weeks or so. But, uh, yeah, Ultraman Taiga has officially wrapped up production. Oh. Yeah, which uh, several of the actors have been posting their photos uh, with their with their flowers, which it, it makes you it makes you remember that Ultraman doesn't last forever. Nope, only twenty five episodes. Twenty four episodes since for Taiga. Uh, yeah, series is almost halfway through its run. Uh. Yet, like I said before, they start production around, like, end of April-ish, beginning of May, going until September. So, it's like, it's kind of like how the Beast Morphers, or, like, the Power Rangers cast do, does, uh, four months for a season. Mm-hmm. It's like eight months altogether. But I think they take a break for, like, Christmas, and then they go back and do the second half. Which, which, it kind of sucks to be a Power Rangers actor because you're not even, when you're done the show, no, like, there's only, like, the first two episodes out. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not even still doing the show when it, when it's airing. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks. That's kind of suck. That's, okay, go ahead, back up to the first picture. Look at, look at Tyson Puma there. Yeah. Look how, fucking, look how big Titus is. He's a big, beefy boy. But yeah, those Ultraman heads are fucking huge. Like, if you actually look, like you can see like Hiroyuki right there on the right, and then there's Puma beside him, and you can just tell how big the fucking like head is. Damn, that is a big head. Yeah. Well, remember, you have to... Uh, they have to have lights in for the suits. Yeah. Which apparently the light switch is in the is in the inside of the ear. Hmm. Where for stage shows it's actually on the outside of the ear. Oh yeah, so it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking still, Tiger's eyes are amazing. Still how bright yellow there. I especially like the photo with uh Hiroyuki or Tiger. Wonder if he's gonna be like, <laughs> Oh I want the show to end. Freaking next year when we have twenty twenties Ultraman, which I'm predicting is gonna be called Ultraman Gar. Yeah, we're gonna call you specifically to be the main character. It'll be the, the first English speaking Western Ultraman ever. I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe he'll maybe his thing is that he can grow larger. Wouldn't that be fucking cool? What? Just like an Ultraman being as like big as a planet or something. Jeebus. I mean technically Ginga and Victory can do that. They can just grow super huge if they want. Or super tiny. Uh, but yeah, so congratulations to them, and we can't wait to see how the rest of the show goes. Yep, and with the uh, new toy catalogs coming up for new Rider and the last bit of uh, Ryu Soldier stuff, I think it's safe to say that we'll probably get scans later on for uh for the movie. Yeah. See what he gets for the movie, but again, we we won't talk about them on the show simply because you know we like to keep that. We we like to see what they do mm-hmm. when it actually happens. But uh, speaking of things that are properly pro- uh, announced, not pronounced, uh, Mill Creek has finally announced 
uh, the next wave of Ultraman releases, which we already know is Ultra 7, Ultraman Orb, and Ultraman Gene. Yeah, the good Ultraman shows. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but this does confirm that Ultra 7 will only have the 48 episodes and will not include episode 12 of the series, which that that's kind of a bummer. But then again, these are based, uh, these releases are based on the HD remasters that already exist. Yeah. In which, you know, Superaya Super didn't remaster that episode. Sorry, we're in the middle of breakfast. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, since the Blu-ray is coming out, gotta make room. God, that's your Ultra Seven DVD. Yeah, but the Blu-ray is coming out in December. Okay, but still, you spent you got you spent money on that. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. And we're probably not gonna get Ultra Seven on Blu-ray yet, so we'll need that for when we watch Ultra Seven. Cool. We're not getting to Ultra 7 until probably next year or something. Oh, so I learned something about Ultraman Taiga. So, according to his official wiki page, so on his family, Ultraman Taro is his father, yeah. his grandfather's father of Ultra, his mother, his grandmother's mother of Ultra, Ultraman Ace is his adopted uncle, Ultra 7 is his first cousin once removed, and Ultraman Zero is his second cousin. Ouch. <laughs> Fucking, this family's weird. Oh, trust me. You should have seen all the fan art of freaking, like, Baby Taiga before the show came out. Also, apparently, um, Taiga's 4,800 years old. Uh, Fuma's 5,000 years old. Which is, I can't believe fucking Fuma's older than Taiga. And then Titus, with a whopping 9,000 years old. Yeah, you, Titus has seen some shit. Well, well yeah, we've already kn we already knew Titus was the oldest. <laughs> His race, the people of U forty. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool thing. But yeah, so uh, much like the original Ultraman release, uh, an Ultra Q will be getting a steel book for Ultra Seven. Yeah, we are. Which a tagline for this one is a powerful fighter defends Earth from invasion. More like. Yeah, this was the more popular show. Yeah. So much popular, this show got 49 episodes instead of 39. Jeez. Fun fact, um, I can't remember which channel it was that was broadcasting Ultra 7, or Ultraman, but uh, they wanted to do another 12 episodes to make it like a good 50 episode series. Fuck. But Subaraya said, no, we're done. We, we, we want to move on to the next thing. That's fair. It's like, you know what, 39 episodes, that's not bad. No. Give us for a start. Then we got our orb and gene. Yeah. Oh, so they're making a steelbook for orb as well. No. Oh. Um, they're showing it twice. Uh, so it's like, that's what the cover looks like, and this is what it'll look like. That's like what the side of it looks like. Oh, okay. So yeah, Ultraman, uh, Ultraman Orb will be getting a series release. Which, it'll be a series plus movie combo pack. It's super funny, too, how they're actually, uh, for the picture of Orb, they show him in his Orb Origin form. It's like, after Orb Origin happened, no one, when people think of Ultraman Orb, they don't think of Space Seam Superior on. It's like, no, no, that's Ultraman Orb. Oh, well, yeah, that, 
Well, that's the whole point of or- Origin. It's like, this is who he really is. Yeah. But, like, when Space Wars appeared, I was the first, like, show, and everyone was like, oh, that's Orb. I'm also glad that Juggler gets, you know, the second half of the Yeah, because he's, he's the other best half of Ultraman Orb. You can't have you can't have orb without juggler, and you can't have juggler without orb. Yin and yang, alpha yeah, and omega. Pretty, pretty much. Light and dark. Pretty much. Heavily on the whole light and dark thing. Yeah, go, go watch orb and the origin saga and ultra fight orb. Like just watch everything orb. Ooh, that does bring up the question: if the origin saga will get a Blu-ray release. I think it's a, it is getting a no ultra fight orbs getting a release. Oh, okay. Yeah, fucking the better. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's on Amazon, but, like, it's on Amazon Prime, but it's like, I wouldn't mind having, you know, a physical copy of that. Yeah, no, we loved the fucking Origin Saga we talked about. Hell, if I had it my way, I would rewatch the entire Origin Saga, and that would be our episode 100 topic. A revisit to the Origin Saga. Ooh, be cool. Mm-hmm. And then we got the G cover, which looks great because it shows off all his forms. So, yeah. Magnificent. I, I was wrong uh, when we talked about it last episode. I thought that was Zero Beyond, but it's just Ultraman Zero. Yeah. yeah and once again, these, uh, both Orb and G will include the, their uh, respective movies as well. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's that Zero form down there? No, that's a Zero. Really? Yeah. No, it looks like a different form. No. Oh, okay. Though somebody did notice, like, you see the red banner with Orb's hmm. logo? Yeah. And then you see Jeeds that goes downwards. Oh, yeah. So, there's, so it's probably going to be a thing with the new generation ones where it's like it collides or yeah. makes like a giant puzzle piece or something. It's funny, when we talked a bit when uh, we were showing, showed a picture of Comrade Bowser in the Cash Ranger chat, like, Ichi's like, I swear to God, his head looks like an Ultraman. So I'm like, yeah, it looks like Jeed. <laughs> he has Jeed's eyes. Oh. But yeah, I, I honestly, I will buy Jeet on Blu-ray because... I would buy Jeet on Blu-ray. Yeah, fucking Jeet's my favorite Ultraman series, so like, I fucking, I want to own this physically. Mm-hmm. Which that does beg the question, will Crunchyroll lose the rights to stream this show now? Probably. If Mill Creek has a physical release of it, so it's like... I And I doubt Crunchyroll is going to be super sad about it. They're going to be like... Alright, bye. But we're an anime fucking streaming service. Whatever. No, no, it's just gonna be like, what? You're leaving? No. No, no. Willy Wonka. Please, stop. Come back. No, stop. Come back. Just Rob kicks out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Because I don't want your ass print on it. (laughs) Yeah, my boy G. I still need that figure. God damn it. So, yeah. um, Both... So, Ultraman Orb, the series, will be coming out on November 19th, 2019. Wow, the runtime is 11 hours, 35 minutes. So, literally, you could watch the entire series of Orb in a just under half a day. I watched all of Ginga S in, like, eight hours. I know you did. I, like, never interrupted you because I knew you were busy. Yeah, um, It'll go for $40. That's not bad. Yeah. $40 for the entire show. Um... Jeed is also... And Jeed is longer just by an extra two minutes. Just by two, two more minutes of Belial. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, Suck an orb. Uh, oh, the Jeed series will also be coming out on uh, November 19th. And let's see, if we want to watch Ultra 7 in its entirety, we have to go... 
whopping 20 hours and 8 minutes, so we can watch this in a day. It, like, non- Just under a day. Like, non-stop. Yeah. Fuck, I did that with Kuga. I watched, like, half of Kuga and, like... And I had to sit down with you so that you could actually finish So it. I would not be bored out of my fucking skull. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh my god. That would have gone nuts. Okay, so yeah, the Steelbook's going to be like $50, and yeah. the regular version's 40 so. Yeah. So, yeah, you're pretty much paying 10 extra bucks for a Steelbook. Yeah, but look look how much prettier the Steelbook is. No, I know. With, then it's like, I, I, I won't say the Blu-rays look bad, but I feel like the Steelbook just has like that extra touch to it. Like, it, look, it looks like, like an artistic photo. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's like you have the Kaijus in the background. It's not just, you know. Ultra 7. Ultra 7. You know. Like like the Shout Factory DVD. Why is he called Ultra 7 if he's the second Ultraman? Because 1960. Okay. First, first off, bitch, he's the third Ultraman. I know, Zoffy. <laughs> Fun facts. Fun fact, Zoffy shows up in Ace just so that, like, because Subaru believed that people wouldn't remember him. <laughs> so it's like, we, we gotta put him in. Ace. Well, yeah, the fucker only showed up in, like, the last episode. <laughs> and that was it. He never shows up in, like, Return of Ultraman. And then Zoffy just became this popular character. Because <laughs> fucking Zoffy, man. Well, Zoffy's pretty dope. You, you, you gotta have more Zoffy. It's true. Um, yeah, there's also preview clips for him. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and the quality looks good. Yeah. Because you checked out the preview clips and you're like, all right. I, See, I like I that. I like that it's like, here's what you're, here's a preview of what you're buying. Mm -hmm. So, like, good on them. Here's a ten minute preview of what you're getting. Oh, uh, Super Raya, like, thank you. Thank you for this gift. It's like, it's like, we, why should they get all the good stuff? Because now we can happily say, you can watch this legally. Yeah, when we no. watch Ultra 7, we will fire. We'll watch it on Blu-ray. Yeah, we will legally watch this. Oh. Hopefully Dinah comes out. Hopefully fucking Dinah comes out on Blu-ray. Dinah on Blu-ray. I want 80 on Blu-ray! Oh yeah, they, they in that list, they didn't show 80, did no, they? No, I hope they do Ultraman 80 on Blu-ray. That'd be sick. Someone pointed out that uh, Cosmos, Nexus, Max, and Mabius don't have Blu-ray releases. He came in, in Japan. To, he came to us from Mill Creek! <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, I didn't put it in the news, but there's possibly a rumor that next year, like, from the head of, uh, the guy that's in charge of all these Blu-ray releases, someone brought up the question about Gridman, and how, you know, that's kind of like Ultraman a bit with a Subaraya show. Mm -hmm. The person left a response saying, I can't say anything now, but you'll be excited for next year. Yeah. So, I think he's trying to hint at next year there will be a Gridman release. Which, yeah. I feel like this will lead into Subaraya just letting Mill Creek release all their shows. Because, mm -hmm. like, why not do all their other shows? So, I'm seeing here that Mill Creek Entertainment is apparently in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. So, if... I'm going to put in here... Um... There we go. So from our place to Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's a 14-hour drive. <laughs> so if we want to drive down to Milk Creek Entertainment, we'll be like, hey! Get an Ultraman! Where's Gridman? 
We're screwed. It's only 1,300 kilometers. Wait, for real? Yep. I thought many... Wait, I thought Minnesota was like dead center in the states. No. Oh. They're like... Nah, they're like over here. Oh. Well. <laughs> Let's go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah! Yeah! Let's just, just fucking just, watch Ultraman on the way. No, no, just, just get there. Have my Ultraman, please? There's no actual copies here. What do you mean? We, we shipped them all out. I came here to get my Ultraman. Just grab the guy by the, by the cuff of his shirt. Right, right, right. Where's here. my Ultraman? Here, you take Griffin on Blu-ray. Oh. oh. Thank you. <laughs> Region Zero. Oh, son of a bitch. It's like how Ichi was originally going to go down to Chorus Entertainment to fucking... Where's my Zex? Give me my Zex. And then he found him Zex. Yeah, I found a Zex for him. He made his fucking whole life. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, yeah, um... Ultra 7 comes out on December 10th. Yeah, not November. Liars. Just in time for Christmas. But yeah, right as we get these nice Blu-ray releases, Subaraya goes in and be like, oh yeah, we're releasing Ultra Q on 4K. Holy shit. Yeah. That That's gonna like... You bastards. Like... Like, like <sighs> why... How? It's going to be crisp. Like, really crisp. Like, that's going to look like 60 FPS. Like, that's how good quality it's going to be. Pigmon's going to be in Instagram. Pigmon's excited for a 4K release. <laughs> He's praising it. But yeah. Okay. I, I guess this is a thing. Unless... It's just the Blu-ray they're calling it a 4K release. Because <laughs> it says 2011 remaster. Hmm. Like full HD Blu-ray. Oh. Right. I think I think it's 4K because of... Uh, this is for the archives that Super Eye Production does. Oh. So I think it's just, hey, here are the archive interviews in 4K uh, with the Blu-ray remaster. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. Because yeah, that would look way too weird, just seeing, like, a 60s TV show in, like, 4K. It's, especially in black and white, that'd be weird. It's like, how, oh, why can't we have black and white Doctor Who in color? It's like, because that would look awful. Absolutely bad. Simply because they knew that they were filming in black and white, so not everything looks good when you colorize it. Mm-hmm. In, in some of the commentaries for the episodes, they even acknowledge, oh, thank goodness it, this is in black and white, because that black space up there, yeah, that's the studio. <laughs> we didn't cover that spot up, but since it's in black and white, it matches. <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah, this is cool. This is Ultraman before Ultraman. Yeah, it's it's the Twilight Zone of Japan. <laughs> and I'm just making sure that there is no other news. I don't think so. This is waiting last minute. Oh, uh, here's a thing. So, uh, Playmate, Playmates Toys, uh, the people that own the Ninja Turtle franchise, uh, they announced that they'll be doing the toys for Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, never saw any of those Godzilla toys. I feel like they were just a limited thing, and then bye. Then we again, we live in Canada. We have the worst type of toy marketing ever, or at least toy distribution. Yeah, they just think they just think we don't give a shit. So yeah, that is the news. So let's talk about some Ultramans. Episode 19, Evil Repeated. So we got we got two kaijus in this episode. Yeah. The, the blue foam monster, Aboras, and the red flame monster. Vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> A banana? Banana, banana, banana. Banana. Um, so pretty much the whole like synopsis of this episode, breakdown of this episode is... Uh, like these construction workers, they find a capsule, and the capsule has like this thing in it. It has chemicals inside. It has it. chemicals inside. But then later on, they notice that there's a hole in the capsule, and it's like, oh, there's something else in here, but it's gone. And this capsule is at least three hundred million years old. Yeah. So they keep thinking it's a time capsule from like a long time ago, but then they're like arguing amongst each other. It's like, well, no, we we're not even humans yet. We were like apes. Humans didn't exist. Yeah. Like, period. The only... I looked up and I'm like, what was the Earth like three million years ago? Reptiles were like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, Lizzie, you know, the oldest historical fossil of, reptil- of reptilian life was discovered 350 million years ago. So, it was mostly just all reptiles. Yeah. Not even dinosaurs. Nope. Earth was only 30 million years old, I think. Um, and so, like, and they also find, like, this, like, metal sheet that, like, has, like, something inscribed onto it, but, like... I feel like they just got that from the set, because, like, they probably used that for, like, thunder effects. Yeah, and they were like, well, let's just make it an alien thing. Yeah, aliens. So then, like, they're able to translate because, like, is a fucking idiot, and he, like... Drops it. Drops it, and then, like, the sunlight, like, reflects onto the ceiling the, the, the message. And so, pretty much, they find out, oh, this was, like, sent by, like, an evil, like, an old ancient civilization who sealed these two kaijus away because they were too fucking powerful. There's, like, something like that. I just noticed something. Hmm? There's a red one and a blue one. Yes. Both are inside of a capsule. Mm-hmm. Could Groudon Kyogre kind of be a, a, a subtle nod to them? Maybe. Maybe. I'm stretching it a bit. Yeah. But apparently this episode was a basis for a Pokemon episode. Okay. Um. I'm going on Swade's word for that. We're going to... Yeah, we also have our ca- character of the episode, Dr. Fukuyama. Fuk, fuk me. <laughs> no. But he, he's okay. Yeah, it would have been better if it was just, you know, Mr. Iwamoto. 
And, like, again, this is another one of these episodes where we do not get Ultraman until, like, the last fucking minute. Ultraman doesn't even... Like, Ultraman shows up to the point where he only gets one note to... Like, one jotted note to himself. Yeah, and, like, he had any, like... And it's the very last one because he did fuck all this episode. Yeah, like, all he did was because, like, eventually, like, Avaros and Vanilla are, like, are, like, up and going around, like, destroying shit. And then just they decide to fight each other, and Vanilla gets killed by Avarice. So in, in the science patrol, yeah, they help out. Yeah, so then just Ultraman literally just fucking he he has to space him ray him like three times just to fucking take him down. Blows up. Yeah, it blows up, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh look, it's Ultraman. He like stands triumphantly and flies off, and it's like, that's it. Excuse me, that's it. Really? Yep. Huh. No, I think we're just spoiled because nowadays, Ultra, like, the Ultraman shows up at the 13-minute mark, and there's still, like, eight minutes left of the episode. Hell, sometimes episodes of Ultraman starts with them, like, fighting already and stuff. Yeah. So I think we're just... Like, this This show is called Ultraman, but you save him for, like, the very last minute. I feel like that's that's a, ta- that's a, it's a tactic they use to, like, keep the viewer watching. It's like, oh, Ultraman. Ultraman like, I'm, gonna, I'm here for Ultraman. I'm going to keep watching the episode until Ultraman shows up. When are they going to get to the bomb factory? Yeah, exactly. So I think it was a tactic they used. To, it's like, yeah, if we put Ultraman in, like, the middle of the episode, then people are just going to stop watching after Good point. Yeah. So, so it's like, we gotta keep him for the very gotta, end. Gotta keep him watching. And I always see this as an excuse also just, oh, we get to know our characters more. Yeah. So, like, Ide, he's still silly as fuck. He's always so, like, ambitious to, like, go out in, on the front lines and Cap's just like, take, take a seat, buddy. We'll, we'll take Hayata will take care of this. Like, oh, fuck Hayata. Hayata's <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, um... Avalos and uh, Aboris and Vanilla, they, they looked cool. Uh, Aboris was the better looking of the two. Yeah. Like, uh, no wonder he won. Huh? No wonder he won. Uh, Vanilla reminded me a bit of Titanosaurus. Yeah. From a Terror of Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah. God, that movie sucked. <laughs> like, I love Mechagodzilla anyway. I thought that sucked. Oh, yeah. Some guy made a fucking Mechagodzilla, like, costume. And, like, it was actually, like, pretty his dope, hands man. could, like, spin, and, like, he actually looked, it actually looked like the actual costume. It was fucking impressive. The, the, uh, you know what this episode did remind me of mm-hmm. right at the beginning? Mm-hmm. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. This is with the construction crew finding something. Dave, better, better come here and see this. Go on, Dave. Go on, Dave. <laughs> That building's supposed to be over there. <laughs> Dude, that building's supposed to be over there. Um, yeah, this this episode was okay. Like, just it felt like a lot happened, but then it didn't at the same time. It it felt like this felt like it could have been a two parter. Yeah. Like maybe it's like oh, uh, Vanilla shows up, and then like the episode ends with like a Boris coming coming back, and it's like oh no, what have we done? And the part one, part two, we see them fight a bit more. Because mm-hmm. it's like, like the, the whole transcribed like, message is like, oh, these two are very destructive and such. They weren't really that destructive. They just saw each other and just, just 
started beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, because they're like animals. It's their instincts. Bestial instincts. So, um, yeah. So, like, there wasn't much to it. And, like, again, it was just sucked that we didn't only got Ultraman for, like, less than a minute. Um, we are spoiled. Fuji did nothing this episode. Fuji did nothing. Hoshino was nowhere to be seen. Nope. Cap did Cap stuff. Yeah. And Hayato is just Hayato. We got 19 episodes on the show. Jesus. Wait, do we? No, we have 20. We're on episode 19. There's 39 episodes. So we have 20 left. Right. We're getting there. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. Damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so anyways, now on to Tiga. So episode 19, Guts Into Space. Part one. So, so fuck us. It's just a two-parter. Damn it. Like, I'm watching it and I'm just like, oh, it's going to be cool. Guts in the Space, part one. Oh. It's a two-parter. Now, this episode was actually interesting. Yes. Because this is apparently the, the debut and creation of Guts' mothership. The... Art Desi. Yeah, the Ardessi. I, I know the name because they kept fucking saying it, like, all the time. Like, the fucking announcer in the hangar bay was like, Ardessi, launching! It, it's even printed on the ship. Yeah, like, it, it, but, but, sir, we are Japanese. Why is the name written in English? There, it, has to be, it has to be a name based on something. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're testing out this new, like, engine system called the Maxima Overdrive. Yeah. So, like, Rena's, like, testing it out. And, like, she actually almost fucking dies yeah, because, testing it because she can't control it. Yeah, because apparently the Maxima Overdrive, in which it, it just kept reminding me of Maximum Drive. Yeah, Maximum Drive. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Maximum Drive is supposed to be, like, taking particles and antiparticles and light and putting it into the can, putting it into the engine so that you can travel at the speed of light. Huh. So apparently about the Ardessi, the battleship itself is modeled after a whale in an Imperial class Star Destroyer from the Star Wars franchise. Uh, yeah, I can see it! I can see with the with the whole head thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Okay, so it's based off a whale and a Star Destroyer. I wonder I liked the ship when I saw it. So it can seat up to eleven people. How many members are there in guts? Seven. Damn it. Uh, its max speed is in the air is Mach 3, but in space it's Mach 42. The fuck is Mach 42? That's like fucking... The speed of light. Yeah, it's actually cute. Like, I think like Rena and like Daigo were kind of hitting on each other. Because like Rena's just like... Wait, wait, are you telling me Daigo actually got to do something? Yeah. Well, you... it's funny. She, he got to hang out with none other than... Shinjo! 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 Uh, yeah. Um, well, now, now I know what the thumbnail for this episode has to be. What? So it has to be this. Okay, I'll send you the image because I'll find it. Okay. But it has to be this image 
like it's from Rogue One when like you see like the the Death Star coming into like view, yeah, and then like you see like a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna replace that Star Destroyer with the Ardesi instead. I, I could just put the Death Star in with with the Art Desi. Oh, there you go. Sure, that's better. Um. So yeah, so like, there's a cute scene where like Rena or whatever, like that was like she was just like in some casual clothing. She was like looking hot as she always is. Lane, that's Ultraman's daughter. I don't give a shit. Sorry, her bikini. I yeah, wasn't expecting. You, 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 Sorry, her swimsuit. I wasn't expecting that. This is Lucky. Ul- this is Ultraman's daughter. Eh. I, I wonder, do, do they get the same paycheck from Super Eye Productions? Maybe. Um, <laughs> or, or, or do they get two separate paychecks? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> but she was, like, holding, like, some tea, and she's trying not to spill it. And so, like, that goes just, like... So, like, so, like, what was it like? Like... What was space? Like, what was, it, what was going in space like? And she's like, oh, it was awesome. And then, like, she's, like, talking to him, like, be like, what's faster than, like... What's yeah. the fastest thing that moves in space? And he's like, light. That's right. You're good with your physics. No, then she asks him something else, and he's like, uh... Oh, no. no, she's explained how the engine works, and it's just like, he's like for, for Daigo, it's in for one year, out the other. He's like, I don't know, I understand that, but it sounds cool. Um, so then, yeah, uh, but basically, like, they try to pull Rita out from testing the engine because, like, it's just too much for it, but, like, the, the head, like, dudes are like, no, we have to test this, like, it, it, it has to happen. Yeah, because, uh, the person that created, uh, the Maxima Overdrive is Professor Yao. Or Yao. 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 Which apparently he's been working on this engine for like the last 20 years. Yeah, after 20 years of secret construction. Yeah, and Hori's just like, you know, I'm a scientist. I Even know. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> hey, why do you want to do this? To help civil, uh, to help the human civilization. Bullshit. Why do you actually want to do it? It's like, so I want to go into space? Space. Space. Space, space, I'm gonna go space. Space. Um, but like, yeah, so, like, Guts is just trying to tell him, it's like, no, this, like, shit's too dangerous, we haven't fully, like, it's not fully right yet, and he's like, well, chairman, people are just like, well, we don't give a shit, like, we need this. Um... So, oh, also there's, like, these robots fucking just walking around, they're called, like, I think Steelheads? Uh, the actual name for them are the Mechanical Puppets Gobnoon, or... Gobu? Goboon? Yeah. Uh, the weird thing is that they're never referred to them as that in the episode, no, so they I... Them, they call them Steelheads. Oh, do they call them Steelheads? Yeah, uh, that's what the subset said. It was like, oh, they're called Steelheads. Oh. I, I just wrote them down as freaking steel figures. But they're just these, like, hollow... They're... Robotic armor, and, like, you know, they go down with one hit, but then they, like... Can like come they're, back up. They're like golems. Yeah, no, essentially. Because um, like they sh- like um, Shinjo and Daigo find one while they're uh, patrolling Shinjo's. Like, just shoots it and it just goes down. He's like, yeah, it's like there's no like there's no life in it, so it's a robot. Yeah, good. Yeah, and he shoots it down and he just goes down with one shot. Yeah, it's like there's nothing inside of it. Then how was it standing up? Um, how was it walking? 
So then they find, uh, like, at, when Reno was in space or whatever like that, testing the engine, she, like, also saw, like, a floating island or something, but it was, like... The Animarium. Yeah, no, but it was, like, this, like, kind of ship thing, and that's where the steelheads are coming from. Yeah. So they figure, okay, we need to try to destroy this thing, but, like, we don't have the means to do it, and so, like, Dr. Yao is just like, okay, well, we can use my new ship I made, the Ardesi, and yeah. it's like, okay. We can use the Ardesi. So... They they go there, but then the steelheads start like attacking the base, and they like enter and like you know they're all working. Like it's cool because this is the first time I think we've seen like the entire guts team like working together, like together, like, like sin- during a conflict. Yeah, because usually they're like split off a bit from yeah. each other. But like once they get into the art desi, like this shit fucking just screamed like Gundam. Because like in, in in the Gundam animes, like there's always like a fl- like a flagship and where like the main crew like stay on, and it just it reminded me so much of Gundam. It reminded me a bit of a uh, like the last season, like the last few episodes of Sonic X, because of uh, at the end in like the last arc of Sonic X, they have to go from planet to planet in like this giant spaceship thing, and they all have like their own little control. Oh panel yeah, thing. I remember that. To get the to retrieve the chaos emeralds, yeah, because Sonic was a fucking idiot and scattered them throughout space. Oh no, Dragon Ball GT. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, it was okay. Um, so like Daigo decides I'll, I'll stay behind and like try to keep them off your back while you guys like get the ship like launched, and so they do. But then one of the steel like steelheads like. Just grows big. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, there were so many of them because, like... So, what they did is that they went around town, they find all of them, and they start blowing them up. And they just send the debris into the headquarters. Mm-hmm. What they didn't realize is that they could easily reactivate themselves. Yep. And what... The coolest thing that they did is, like, they know they're going after the Maxima Overdrive. Because, like, once the Art Desi leaves, they all, like, flee into, like, outside... But they're in the lowest basement floor of the base. That's underwater. Yeah. So it's like you see all of them like come together to create like this giant like freaking. Uh, according to the Ultra Wiki, it's called the Gigaform. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And so it's like underwater, and it's just like you know trying to head towards the base, or whatever. And then just so Daigo, he's underwater as well, and then he uh, transforms into Tiga. And so we get to see Tiga fighting underwater. So that was cool. And the effect of it being underwater... It wasn't bad. It, it, uh, like I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like... You, you can't really tell it is underwater. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you can tell it is. Yeah. Um, and so like he's fighting him and then he's like trying to hold him off or whatever like that. But like he, he can't. No, this thing's... It's like holding him fucking down. It, it's an impenetrable force. It's It has no emotions. It just knows its prime directive. Destroy that thing. Okay. Yeah. And he even goes to... He tries to even go power type and just like it's still not enough. Freaking hell, this thing... When Tiga shows up, this thing doesn't even acknowledge it. No. It just walks right past him. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, the, it's like how the Borg work. It's like they won't... They won't attack you unless they... They'll ignore you until they consider you a threat. So if you don't... Good. Do anything to engage the Borg, then they won't bother you. Could they have been a reference to the Borg? Maybe. Because, like, you know, if you kill a Borg drone, like, you know, another Borg can just come up and just repair it and then it'll be back up. Like, it's nothing. 
Well, yeah, well, that's what these things did. When yeah. you shot them down, they came down, but then they got back up. Yeah, no, uh, Borg, Borg are fucking scary. Um, and so then, yeah, the Ardessi, like, tries to, like, destroy the the ship or whatever in the, space. The mothership, as yeah, I refer to it. But, like, you think they got it, but then, no. Like, it didn't even make a fucking dent. It didn't even dent it. Um, the points don't matter. And then just, yeah, it ends with just Tiga, like, fucking dying. Yeah, his color his color timer's going off, he's being, like, held underwater. And the, fi- and the freaking robot's gonna freaking self-destruct itself. It's like... Oh, yeah, like, you see, like, the eyes, like, disappearing, like, the light disappearing from its eyes, like, one by one. Yeah, it's like, oh, my goodness, this thing's ready to self-destruct. So that's why I'm, like, pissed off this was, like, part one of two episodes. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, but this, like, this I, is good. I, I kind of like when we do two parters, but we do one part a week. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh boy, I can't wait how they, like, you know, gotta be like how everyone else was when they saw this. Oh my goodness, how are they gonna do this? Mm-hmm. When's the next episode? Girl, you have to, you have all of it, you can just watch it now. Yeah. But where's the, where's the suspense? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is overall, like, a really good episode. The Ar- Everyone got to do something. The Ardessi did remind me of the, uh, I think it's called the Jaguar Vulcan from okay. a Sun, from Sun Vulcan. Because in, uh, in Sun Vulcan, they had, like, this giant airship that carried the Megazord to the battle. Oh, cool. It was a really cool thing. Like, uh, Battle Fever J and Denzyman also had their own, but Sun Vulcan had, like, instead of it just being, like, an ordinary giant ship, it was, like, a ship with, like, a animal face on it hmm. it was pretty cool and like it flying off i'm like sentai <laughs> or 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 what you said gundam like the whole flying yeah. battleship thing mm-hmm. it's like a flying battleship uh yeah no i'm excited to see what part two is going to be about how they destroy the mothership shocking this may be shocking but i swear i saw this episode like like in the dub like, when I was a really little kid, I remember seeing at least Ultraman fighting in the water with something. Hmm. It could have been the second part. Maybe. Because I remember being totally confused on what was going on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So, the episode. It was a good episode. Tiger, what do you think? <laughs> Alright, Tiger. Wait. Tiger drowns. Daigo drowns. Oh, she. Yeah. So, uh, you want to talk about some Taiga? Sure. Yay. So, episode six, the flying saucer is not coming. Oh, now you tell me. So, apparently this is kind of like an homage to an episode of Ultra 7, um, where we watched it, actually. Uh, it was episode 45 of Ultra 7, the boy who uh, cried, like, flying saucer, I think it was called? The boy who cried flying saucer, the boy who cried spaceship. It's... It's the play on words of the boy. It's based on the story, the boy who cried wolf, but yeah. replaced wolf of aliens. Yeah. So like the the guy's name was like uh, Saburo. Saburo, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
Like, pretty much the basis of the episode is, is, like, you know, he's, like, looking through his telescope every night for stars because he dreams of going into space one day. And then, um, like... He, he meets this little boy. Yeah, he meets this little boy who, like, kind of helps him out throughout the episode. And then he uh, finds out he's an alien. And he's like, oh, if you want, like... You can come with me. Join and, us. <laughs> and then, like, I guess something happens and, like, he just ends up not going with him. And so he just kind of stays here. Well, he's kind of startled that, like, holy shit, aliens. Yeah. Got called the Ultra Squad. Ultra Guard. Yeah, the Ultra Guard. Um, and yeah, and so then we cut to pretty much 52 years later, and, like... Again, not the same guy, but, you know, it's, it's clearly, definitely, it's clearly meant to be him. Yeah, it's it's, it's him, because, like, again, Ultraman, they... They're just great with their continuity. Like, holy shit, it's the same actor. Yeah, I think it's the same guy. It is. Yeah, it's like this, no, but I mean like the same character. Oh, the same character. the same character. So, like, for 52 years, he's been just waiting for this, for his alien friend to come back and take him into space. Yeah, this alien that's his friend, apparently its name is... Alien, uh, Paralinga. Paralinga. Yeah. Huh. And he has like a really weird like filtered voice and stuff like that. So Um But yeah, so he's just in he's in space or whatever like that. Um Uh Earth eventually his friend couldn't take Oh wait. So the thing is that in Taiga it's supposed to be acknowledged that he's an alien. Uh Yeah. So so yeah, like again, it's an homage. So the guy this time around, he's an alien, and he got left behind. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it is an homage then. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, hear that? The little boy was the disguise for the alien, and the alien took Sabro's disguise. Oh, okay. That probably happened. That's probably it. What? Um, yeah, so he's just, like, on his telescope and stuff, looking at stuff, and then, like, a ship comes down, and there's oh, an alien man. in it, and, like, he, like, loses, no. his, he loses his fucking shit, and he's like, oh my god, take me with you! And, like, I've been waiting like, so long! Because, like, well, an alien tries to have, like, this, like, epic, like, entrance or whatever like that, where he's like, yeah, I'm here, and then just gets fucking jumped on by this guy. So, the, so this is it, huh? It's very remote. Oh, thank you. Wow, what the hell? Yeah, but he, like, looks... He looks uh, familiar. Or, like, he looks familiar. He looks very familiar. And, yeah, there's a reason, so... His name in the episode, if I can find it in my notes, he is the... He introduces himself as the hitman that transcends time and space. The alien Gapia uh, Abel. Or Abel, I think. Yeah, Abel. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense, Kane Abel. That makes a better joke. You know? Uh, so yeah, apparently he's the little brother of the same guy from the Ultron Orb movie. Yeah, uh, Sadif. To the point where they're the exact same suit, just one's painted red, one's painted Well, purple. yeah, that's what he said. He said he copied his brother's body. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he even acknowledges that, like, Oh, I want to get revenge because my brother died from Ultraman. So yeah, he got be... killed by an Ultraman. Like, so he got killed yeah, by Orb. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so like he's meeting with Kurosaki later, and like he's like, he's like, 
I know you're. I, I know that you, this isn't your actual form. Like I know you have a real form. He's like, oh, it's all through me, right through me, huh? And transforms into Trigger, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, you're an Ultraman too. He's like, nah, it's. it's in the I discard myself as yeah. one of them. And like he shakes his hand, he's trying to wipe off. He's like, oh, okay. yeah, and like, because apparently, I guess he's like bisexual because like he's like oh you're cute when you're flustered and he says that to Trigir but then he also um makes a comment at Kana just being like oh you're cute mm. you're, you'd be cute if you weren't like freaking annoying um so he's he was hired by uh Trigir to assassinate Taiga so but uh because like Kana got involved or whatever with like helping the guy he like uh, he like tastes him and he's like, ah, oh my god, like, oh, my legs are going. I'm gonna get you. Oh, can't feel my legs. Um, so he decides he wants to go after them first, and so then. Got, gotta get rid of the witnesses. Yeah, so like the old man like uh, goes into a story. Um, oh, well, actually, in the beginning it's really funny where like they're all like Hiroyuki and then they're all like in the base and they're just talking and it's like, oh man, Ultraman Attack is so cool. And it's like, yeah, I wonder what those other two Ultraman are about though. Tyson Fuma. Right? Yeah, it's Tyson like, Fuma. Yeah, Tyson Fuma. The fuck do you know that their names? And he's like, "Oh, I have, I have my own network." And you just see Homari just being like, "Hmm." It's like, how the fuck do you know I'm that? I'm watching you, boy. And like, it's weird. It sucks that like not every episode we see like Taiga and them as like little dudes. Like, I think that should have just been a recurring thing every episode. Yeah, it's like. It's adorable. It is weird that, like, sometimes they show up and then sometimes they're just not. Yeah, sometimes it feels like they're just, like, a power set. Like, give them, like, they're their own characters, so, like, give them, give them screen time. I think that's why there's the Tri-Squad yeah. audio drama. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so yeah, so they, like, bring him back to the base and, like, you know, he tells his story being like, oh, yeah, I was, like, left behind and, like... Yeah, so, like, I'm waiting for, like, uh, someone to like come in in the spaceship or my friend to come get me and then I'm gonna go back to the space but then Khan is just like talking to him being like well don't you what, what's so funny gotta go back to the space did I say the space yeah you said the space <laughs> oh sorry um, but you know what it's perfect for a title gotta go back to the space yeah um, we're in the crawl space on TV kids. Oh, uh, I miss that show. Um, but he just like she tries to convince him. It's just like, well, like, don't you like Earth? And he's like, eh, yeah, it's okay, I guess. And he's like, well, there's gotta be something you like from Earth. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, the soba, soba's good. And she's like, and then like kind of gets him excited. It's like, oh, do you like it like like with sauce? Oh. <laughs> I can't have any other way with uh, it's with sauce, and then he gets excited, and then he like ca catches on. It's like, oh, trying to get me excited about being on Earth. So then she like kind of makes a promise to him, being like, oh, well, you know what? Let's after this is over, like let's all get soba together. And he's like, yeah, you know, I like that. Oh, isn't that heartbreaking? <laughs> just just adult uh, Abel shows up, and it's like, oh, you touch my inner child. And he's really mad! Yeah, and so he, like, he grows big. Um, like, he starts, like, shooting at them as they hit. It's like, I got it, I got a stick! Kind of hits him with the stick and it just snaps right in half. Shit. Yeah, so, like, good, 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 
good on her for trying. And then, like, we also get a bit more into Kana's past as well, where, like, she tried to, like, rescue this, like, alien girl, little alien girl, and, uh, but, like, the per- company she was working for was like, no, you have to, like, take her to this research facility to, like, you know, find out more about her. They, they probably killed her and dissected her. Probably. So, like, she even says, like, oh, am I going back to my mommy and daddy? And, like, yes. and, like yes. the guy's like, yes, of course we are. Come with me. We'll take, we'll take you to them. And it's like, that's fucked. You're a monster. Yeah, so, like, Kana just feels bad that, like, she couldn't do anything to help. And that's why I think she, like, runs her own kind of thing now. Because now she's like, I'm in control. I can do whatever. We're, we're helping aliens. We're helping aliens. Um, oh yeah, Homari fought Abel a bit this episode. Homari's fucking badass. Until he grew, and then even Homari's like, oh, come on! Oh, fuck off! Um, so then, yeah, so... Then it's weird, because Hiroyuki ends up meeting up with Kana, but then it just cuts to, like... Hiroyuki. Taiga's like, go, Hiroyuki, let's transform! And it's like... Like, at least establish a shot of him, like, going somewhere else to secretly transform yeah like because it, it, now it just leaves it over like oh was he in front around them when he transformed but i guess not because at, at some point i swear they're gonna acknowledge that hiroyuki is like is taiga i think so um so then like Excuse yeah me. so taiga fights for a bit but like he just he's not enough which is a real shame, because, like, he's our main title Ultraman, and he just, like, keeps getting his ass kicked. And then, like, so then Titus is like, oh, let me handle this. And so we get, like, a proper, like, intro sequence where he's doing his flexing. Like, he even, like, flexes, like, one of Abel's, like, bullets off of him, and it's fucking awesome. With his ass? He didn't shoot him with his ass. No, he shot, Abel shot him in the ass, and it, and it bounced off his it bounced off his ass. <laughs> and so he, like, punches him a bit, and then, like, he's about to get his ass, or, like, it's fun, like, Abel, like, insults his star, and he's like, fuck you, this is the pride of U40, bitch. This is my star. So then, like, uh, Titus isn't really able to fight Abel because, like, he's too slow. So then Fuma, uh, or, oh, no, no, because, like, he's about to, about to shoot Kana. Yeah, like, Titus punches... Able to where uh, Kana and the old man is, so it's like oh shit! So he turns in the uh, he swaps out for Fuma because mm-hmm. Fuma's faster. Like he like ninja runs there. Yeah, Naruto runs. Hey Naruto runs. Um. Also, God, fucking lot of destruction this episode. Yeah. So many buildings are blowing up. I'm like, those are people in there. Just even like even uh even the old man's just like he's like fucking being giants of light. Like they're fucking violent. They're, they're, they're really destroying the city, aren't they? And you see them, like, on the little waterbed. Like, you see them on the other side. Just see, like, uh, Ultraman. Yeah, that was a reference, that was a reference to Ultra 7, because, like, uh, that human character and the boy, they were, like, sitting on a water side, just talking. <laughs> so that was nice. It's just, like, you see buildings falling over, freaking buildings being blown through. And it's like, guys, this isn't Mavis, alright? Look where you're dead! You called it. You, you think you're a hero? Yes. <laughs> uh, so then Fuma uses the victory let, and he uses like a shuriken based off victory, and just like slices him in half. And he's like, he's like, ah, oh, this is fucking no way to go. Oh, this is fucking bull. So he blows up, um, and then it just pretty much ends with like the old man just like you know he's looking through his telescope still, and then. 
his buddy comes. Yeah, his buddy he's shows. Like, hey, I came to come get you. Like, you want to come? And he's like, no. pretty much to quote Cap from the Endgame. No. I don't think I will. Just start seeing him slow dance with Kana. Because he, he just, he realizes because of Kana just kind of being an influence on him. Just being like, no, no, it's not that bad. You got, you got to take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And she, she, he also says, like, I have a promise to keep. Like, I promise I'd have Sobo with this woman, so. You and better like, show up again. And, like, the alien I couldn't fucking take seriously because he had, like, this, like, fucking high-filtered voice. What are you talking about? <laughs> come back, space queen. Hey, it's Brown. Yeah. Hey, it's Brown. I need my mess. <laughs> oh, my God. It's only one episode of Fred I like, and it's the one where he goes to the dentist. Oh my god. I'm bleeding! I'm scared! Uh, I, I find it hilarious that his dad's John Cena. Yeah, his dad's actually John Cena. <laughs> like, again, like Fred, like, I will admit, the first Fred movie is a really good movie because it, like, it shows all the characters from his little miniseries as actual characters. Yeah, especially, um, I think her name's Susan. Yeah. Like, the girl who, like, he has, like, a huge crush on, but, like, she also hates him because <laughs> he hates her because she's a bitch. <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> um, yeah, no, pretty, pretty, like, nice episode of Taiga. It was very, like, like, when we have these, like, alien side characters, like, Ultraman does side characters, like, really well. Yeah, it's you know, like, like, they get you attached. Yeah, it's like, Donkey's Tears and fucking X. Like, that was, that was, like, one of the best episodes. It was just about a side character. Like, like it's especially this character being like, I've been alone this entire time. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Especially since, you know, he has no way to get, like, to go back into space himself. It's like, what? Well, if I were him, I would have, you know, joined NASA or something. Mm-hmm. Joined the Japanese version of NASA. <laughs> get, a be- get a better signal up in space. There you go. Um, yeah, so, like, that's it, basically. Yeah. So... I know the next couple episodes of Tiger we're going to be talking about are two parties. So. Yeah. So uh, after this, we'll be going back to uh, back two episodes of Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Herpaderps. 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 Don't fuck them. So. Uh, so yeah, this was episode ninety six. Gotta go back to the space. I'm gonna like listen back to this episode to see if I actually thought that. You did. I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all later. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.